President Duterte approves the filing of cases against several PhilHealth officials, including its former head, Ricardo Morales, for alleged corruption. Senate President Vicente Soto III now questioning why Health Secretary Francisco Duque III was not included in the list. Some House lawmakers going after the proposed 4.5 billion peso intelligence fund of the Office of the President will speak to Bayan Muna Party List Representative Ferdinand Gaite about that. The Philippines records its highest single-day COVID-19 death toll all due to clerical errors. And the Asian Development Bank paints a grim outlook for Asian economies as the pandemic rages on. Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. Philippine Senate President Vicente Soto III disappointed over the non-inclusion of Health Secretary Francisco Duque III in the report that reached President Duterte recommending cases against officials of PhilHealth. See, Soto says he's dumbfounded by the report of the task force PhilHealth, but he hopes the ombudsman, which is also investigating corruption allegations against PhilHealth officials, would do better. President Duterte approved the filing of cases against top officials of the state insurer, including its former president, Ricardo Morales. The investigation showed Morales and several PhilHealth officials violated the Anti-Graft and Corrupt Practices Act. The issue of PhilHealth corruption was really a, a, an important issue to the Filipinos and to, to everybody. And everybody, again, is also placed in jeopardy by the actions of uh, the officials. Uh, I'm sorry for them, but they would have to go undergo trial. Although they can always prove the guilt beyond reasonable doubt. The presumption of innocence still attaches. But the report of another agency says otherwise. The president had previously virtually cleared Duque of any wrongdoing in the PhilHealth scandal. The Senate Committee of the Whole earlier recommended grafted malversation cases against Duque, who is also the PhilHealth board chairman, Morales, and other PhilHealth executives. President Duterte accusing Western pharmaceutical companies of taking advantage of the pandemic for profit. Duterte claims some firms require a cash advance for the vaccines they're developing. We will give preference to Russia and China, provided that their vaccine is as good as any other in the market. Uh, it could be as good as yung mga kumpanyan sinabi nila, hindi ko sasabihin, baka na magpapa-advertise sila. They are asking for parang reservation fee. Wala pa yung vaccine. There is nothing with finality. And you want us to make a reservation by de depositing money. You must be crazy. If the companies are here, are representatives, mag-uwi na kayo sa inyo pag inisipain ko kayong makita ko kayo. At least nine pharmaceutical firms are already in phase three of the clinical trials for a COVID-19 vaccine. 
President Duterte appealing to private hospitals to increase their bed capacity for COVID-19 patients. He says the government needs the support of the private hospitals as the number of COVID-19 cases in the country continues to increase. Because still uh, the numbers are increasing, the infections vary. Uh, in some cases, um, and in some provinces or cities, there's a, a, a uh, fast uh, recovery rate, while others are lagging behind. And probably this is because of the young prior infection that uh, hindi na detect uh, during the height of the pandemic. So, meron pang noong naiwan, uh, baka ho kayo makatulong talaga sa bayan. I am appealing this uh, for the country and for the people. Uh, alam naman ninyo na hindi lang tayo ang tinamaan. So, your help will go a long way. But for a group of health professionals, it isn't the bed capacity that's the issue. It's the lack of overall manpower in the health sector. The appeal, of course, is uh, certainly welcome. I think we just have to realize that it's not just a simple matter of physically providing more beds because one of the issues that uh, really has still to be addressed includes the increase in the number of healthcare personnel that we can deploy to take care of patients. So for each COVID case that's admitted, particularly considering the fact that these are usually at least moderately ill, you're going to need more people to take care of this one patient. The Philippines on Monday recorded its highest single-day COVID-19 death toll. The reason? Cases that were previously tagged as recoveries, well, they turned out to be deaths. Of the 259 new fatalities, 253 were previously tagged as recoveries. Meanwhile, the number of COVID-19 cases also spiked to more than 265,000 with nearly 4,000 new infections. The Philippine National Police Academy under lockdown after more than 200 cadets tested positive for COVID-19. Academy Director Major General Gilberto Cruz says most of those who tested positive have mild to no symptoms and are recovering well. Cadet activities have been suspended. Sa ngayon, ano, naka-lockdown kami and uh, uh, we deem it necessary to extend the lockdown after September uh, 30. Kasi nga, uh, noong September 8, after the swapping, so that's cadets uh, should undergo quarantine and isolation for uh, 14 days and plus 7 days para just to make sure na everybody's okay. So we added another 7 days. That's the recommendation of our health doctor here inside the party. So, uh, so September 30 and uh, Another uh, swapping ang gagawin namin for uh, the whole personnel of the PN. But uh, I can assure the families and uh, the relatives of the cadets that uh, the cadets are being taken care of. 
Philippine senators questioning government officials on certain items in the proposed 2021 national budget. Among them, proposed road and infrastructure projects worth 500 billion pesos and the procurement of allegedly overpriced medical supplies. Sherry Torres gives us details. Philippine Senator Panfilo Lacson recommends the removal of questionable items under the budget of the country's massive infrastructure program. Lacson claims these will significantly reduce the proposed 2021 national budget by over half a trillion pesos, as nearly 6,000 build, build, build projects amounts to over 500 billion pesos. Meanwhile, Senate Minority Leader Franklin Drilon flags the government's procurement of alleged overpriced medical supplies for COVID-19. Drilon says the 2,000 COVID-19 test kit should only be at 240,000 pesos each. Drilon also identified three allegedly blacklisted companies that were still able to bag contracts from the government. The blacklisted uh, company is Virgin Healthlink Enterprise. Last Friday, we canceled the contract. The controversial budget for the Duterte administration's anti-insurgency task force was also tackled. Senators questioned Budget Secretary Wendell Avisado on how the villages identified to receive 20 million pesos worth of projects can implement the programs. Assume that they a farm to market road. Are they capable of implementing a 10 million FMR? They'll have to do it with the municipal government, uh, Your Honor. Uh, normally, it's, it's the municipal government that does it for the barangay. Wala ho kayong guidelines kung ilan lang yung hard at kung ilan yung soft. Kung maga last Wala say, pagdating dun sa 20 million. Wala po kami last say dyan. Kung ano po yung ipapadala nila sa amin, at dahil po ang uh, nakita nila na pangangailangan nila, basta pasok lang po sa positive list of projects na allowed ang uh, paggamit ng 20 million, eh sila po ang magde-decide. Drilon has earlier criticized the proposed 16.4 billion peso fund for the anti-insurgency body which he says can be utilized by the administration for the upcoming elections. Sherian Torres, ABS-CBN News. Over at the Batasang Pambansa, lawmakers are questioning President Duterte's intelligence funds in the proposed 2021 national budget, while others are pushing for a higher budget for the office of the vice president. Let's hear more from Marjorie Cruz. The Philippine Budget Department cuts down the budget of the office of the vice president, Danny Robredo, for 2021. Robredo's office request for the purchase of new vehicles to replace broken ones was also denied. That's according to Robredo herself as she faced the House Appropriations Committee. Ang na-approve lang po sa amin yung IT. Again, we'll make do kung talagang yun yung regulation, walang, walang, walang ipapurchase na bago. Sa, sa amin naman, we'll adjust. Roberto adds she has transformed the OVP from a ceremonial office to an advocacy-driven one. That's why some lawmakers want the appropriations panel to hike the OVP 679 million peso 2021 budget in recognition of her work. The left-leaning Makabayan bloc, meanwhile, went after the office of the president over its proposed 4.5 trillion peso confidential and intelligence funds for next year, which is more than half of the whole budget of the president's office for 2021. The president's camp insisted these expenses stem from intelligence estimates of local and foreign situations. Bakit po sa gitna ng pandemya, na tama po ba na humingi pa ang Office of the President ng 12.98 million kada araw para sa black budget? 
kung ito po ay maaari nating magamit no? para sa milyong-milyon na PPEs, sa mga testing kits, pagpapalawak ng capacity ng ating public health care system. Mas mahalaga po nga sa ganitong krisis, sapagat napatunayan natin kahit na merong pandemya ng COVID, meron pa rin tayong mga bombers na nangyari dito sa, sa Sulu. Marami pa rin nagsasamantala na mga terorista sa kuguluhang dulot ng uh, COVID na magsasamantala para pabagsakin ang sekuridad ng bansang ito. Palace officials were also grilled over the government's anti-insurgency task force. The National Task Force to End Local Communist Armed Conflict has allegedly been red-tagging the Makawayan bloc. The executive secretary doesn't support that stance of proscribing people as communists and we will work within the bounds of the law. The palace clarifies the office of the president only has 39 million pesos in budget for the anti-insurgency task force, as the bulk of the body's funds remain with its component agencies. R.G. Cruz, ABS-CBN News. A grim outlook for Asian economies as the COVID-19 pandemic rages on. The Asian Development Bank expects developing Asia to contract by 0.7 percent this 2020, the region's first contraction in nearly six decades. The Philippine economy in particular is seen to fall by 7.3 percent for the full year before rebounding with a growth of 6.5 percent in 2021. The ADB says recovery will only resume next year, provided that the health crisis will not be prolonged. But it did mention China as an important exception. The lender sees the Chinese economy already starting to rebound from the COVID shock by 1.8% in 2020 and further rising by 7.7% next year. Remittances from overseas Filipino workers slowly picking up. Personal remittances from OFWs grew for the second consecutive month, up 7.6 percent in July. Although remittances rose, year-to-date figures still showed a contraction of 2.4 percent. The decline, however, is a huge departure from pessimistic forecasts that OFW remittances may plunge by at least 20 percent this year because of the ongoing pandemic. Among the main sources of remittances are Filipinos working in the United States, Japan, Singapore, Qatar, and Taiwan. Workers in the Middle East and the UK posted declines. And before we go, two Filipinos have been listed as among the 25 outstanding businesswomen in Asia. Filipino-Australian Melanie Perkins made Forbes magazine's list for her co-founding Canva that's a popular graphic design app currently valued at six billion dollars. Joining her is Olivia Limpeau, the fifth generation head of Distilleria Limtuaco. As chairman and CEO, Limpeau grew the company's overseas reach and it helped it pivot to making disinfectants during this time of pandemic. Also on the list are Sanrio Entertainment's Aya Komaki. Uniqlo Japan's Maki Akihida, and Jang Ina of the South Korean gaming company Smilegate. And that's today's edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on, on Twitter. Stay safe, everyone. Stay with us here on the News Channel.